I have my new mic. Um, sounds really great when I rattle and do the the wind whistling. It's very exciting. There's um, it's, hard, it's amazing. We're already at the end of our five weeks. Well, that's actually six weeks, and but it's kind of gone kind of quickly. And it's exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited at the things that I've learned about the processes and the things that I've watched you develop through. And um, I'm going to send in, a, a, I'll say it again at the end, but I'm going to send a short survey because like I keep saying, you're the, you know, you're the wind pioneers. And so your feedback will help improve the program for the next people. And then if you, you think that it's been really great for you, um, I uploaded it today so that people can do it as a home study and it's on sale for the rest of the month. That's my, my early sales pitch. <laughs> oh, I'm such a marketer. All right. So I think we have a good a number of people here, so I'll get started and it is being recorded so people can listen later. And let's get going. Okay. Oh, I'm muted, everyone. How come I'm hearing you? Can you mute yourself? If you're not muted, please mute yourself. Rebecca? I'm muting everyone again. Rebecca? Oh, Rebecca's here? No, I'm muting you all. Oh, you're muting us. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's just easier for a clean recording since a lot of people do listen to this afterwards. And so you know that that's one thing that as a lot uh, an online class that can be so let's see where we're at well we've taken quite the journey and we started with these vision boards and then we we dissected these visions and dissected our beliefs around our thing then we started to put them back together and we last week we removed some resistances and you have some of the tools you're getting here are giving you exercises so that you can keep doing these tools over and over again and like you can go back and remove those resistances as they come up and a lot of times what you learned is that the resistance is on the other side of the compass of where you're you're working from because if you think about resistance <clears throat> it comes across at you it can stop you I mean, there's other winds that can, you know, throw you off your sailboats from the side, but the resistance is something that's really coming straight at you. And it's what's good about it is it can be turned into a gift that you can use to actually co-partner with your resistance to move forward. It's, it's that's really, it's very great that way. Then we planted um, some energy seeds. And some people I think made a, a, they weren't so quite clear between planting these energy seeds and what their goals were. The goals were not your energy seeds. The goals are concrete things that are measurable, they're simple, you can tell what they are, they have a time thing. Many of us, when we planted energy seeds, we, we, we felt ourselves in community or saw ourselves um, painting or being creative, but that's not the goal. The actual goal, if you wanted to be, was to have an art show. That's a goal, something you can step 
forward with many steps along the way to get there. And I also saw some people say, oh, I've already reached my goals. Well, then again, those aren't goals. Those are steps to get to your goal because a goal is something, I mean, you could have a little short-term goal, but we're talking about goals that we can uh, really use this year to really move from where we were to where we're going. So the, we were looking at kind of the changes that our, our beliefs and thinking would, that would be required, the steps we'd need to take. Several of you met in your small groups and that was an optional piece for this, this time. And as long as I'm doing these online, I think they'll have to be optional because uh, there's some people who just do this as a, more of a home study and at the, their own pace and didn't want to participate. So that was an optional thing, but the people who have done it have had quite a nice experience from what I heard. And at the end of today's call, I'll open it up and we can actually talk about some of your experiences there. And this week, it's all about the energy of wind. And I'm very excited about the energy of the winds that are showing up in my life through the changes that, that I've gone through too. Because remember, this is a process that I believe that if we put ourselves in alignment with nature, then there'd be a natural ebb and flow to our lives. So there's no way for me to teach this course in the spring and not be having the same planting, you know, same experiences that you're having because it would be out of integrity for the work that I'm saying is the best way to live your life. Oh, it's better for you, but not for me. So um, especially the first part of it was a little rough navigating with this, and I'm sure I'll get better as I go. But this week we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to do a, a, a journey to actually do, uh, to see what, to fertilize our seeds and then go beyond that and, and plant some things for our harvest, which is going to be fun. And then we're, I'm going to teach you about doing wind nuts. Now in this, what I realized is that I'm going to have to leave the group open for like one more week to give you all time to do some of the homework because we're going to go and look at one seed and your work is going to be to do two more seeds, okay? And then you're, you're going to, I'm sitting here in front of my computer, so it's a little bit harder to make uh, wind knots. I can do it because it's intention, but I'm asking you to actually go outside on a windy day and make your wind knots for yourself. You're going to have to do that afterwards. I'm going to show you, I'm going to send you instructions, and there's actually even a video of me making wind knots outside. So you have, you'll have several tools for that. This week, your work was to do something with your theme word, to write them down, decorate them, you know, no more than, no more than two words. So I, I don't know if people got a little crazy with that, but it actually took me only a few minutes. I went online and did some word art and had my words open and expand. And why did I want to do this? Because I want to remember that this is, this is my line for the year. This is Everything that I want to do is about opening and expanding. So what I'm going to do is after I've decorated this word, then that's what I have here. It was very simple. It took me five minutes. I'm going to put it on my mirror or somewhere that I can look at. A vision board is something that you put away. You don't look at it every day because it's kind of fun to go back later and see if the seeds you planted. But this is the guiding principles for my life this year. And then your... Um, we were supposed to write three achievable goals that you would like to accomplish and the action steps that go with them. And then as you did that, you were going to see that resistances would come up. 
as even as you start to write those things down, the resistance says, oh, well, I can't do that. Like I saw in somebody's, well, I can't go do that. So the resistances came up like right away. Well, there won't be enough money to do that. And it's going to take away from something else. That's a resistance. Uh, somebody else might have had a health issue come up. I had a noisy tent. I mean, there's just things that are going to come up. And those are the, those, that's, that's the juicy fodder of life that helps you understand where you're navigating at any given time in your life. So I'm just showing you, this is simply how I decorated my words. And I put the link down there so you could go there and do that if you want to be creative that way. Or you could, you know, be, get your drawing pencils out or get your magazines out. But somehow you want to remind yourself on a daily basis of these qualities of being that you want to bring to this year. These aren't your goals. These are the qualities that you want to bring to absolutely everything you do. And let's talk about where, where they fit on here is that, that we're going back to this diagram. So the winds are blowing. These are your dynamic of creativity, how you create over and over again. And this blue line is, that's, that's the line that's going to tell you how you're doing in your life. Because it doesn't matter if I get to one goal, but I've shut myself down more because my goal this year is open and expanding. And as long as that I keep that goal in mind, life kind of takes care of itself. Like yesterday, I found out that Winds of Spirit was bought by a, a Mexican publishing company, or the rights, I own the rights, I guess the real rights, but to translate it. And so to me, as I show up opening and expanding in, you know, one of the ways that I opened and expanded this week was not only teaching at the Bhakti Fest, because those of you who are in the room are teachers know that it's different to show up as a teacher, because then you're in the front of the room and you've got all the glory and all eyes are pointed on you. But to show up as a, uh, in a social interaction of just yourself being you is a whole different other experience. So I had to expand out beyond the role of the teacher to show up as a, a citizen at the, the festival. And so that was really, that was kind of the work that I was doing. And I, and the resistance came up like, oh, it's going to be windy. You can't camp up here tonight, blah, blah, blah. And I told that myself to my class and they laughed and they thought I was very funny. But they, sure enough, I had several people come up to me the next day to make sure that I had stayed in the tent. And I did stay in the tent one night, but I did find a friend who wanted to stay there the second night because I really only knew I'd stay there one night, but that's beside the point. So, so this um, opening and expanding, this is my line. And as I open expand, you know, and for me, it's teaching, getting the winds out there. That's my goal. But to, to stay in that space, I sold a, a book, case and a half of books. And, you know, by being present, and I had an even greater experience that um, for me was that I reconnected to some people who, who I had not really met, but they were vaguely uh, related to a, a Swami that really helped me in my life a great deal. But they broke off into factions after he died. And I met new people and actually reached out and made a little bit of a community connection to some other people. For me, that's growing and expanding. So the goals were, the energy seed was to stretch and open and my goal was to go, is my goal for the year is to go to at least one social event each week for the remainder of the year. Now, that's a goal. Do you understand? It's not something that I can sit at home on my butt 
and achieve. It's something that's going to stretch me uh, and open me up to new experiences to find something in the desert or wherever I am once a week that I want to go to. And you find once you start doing it, there might be more, but just to start there. Uh, somebody else had a, a, a energy seed to be outdoors. And so I suggested to them that the goal is that they're going to plant a garden and grow X, Y, and Z. Uh, not that, you know, you go out and sit by your fire, but to, so that it's a measurable goal that you plant tomatoes, that you plant corn and you grant, grow, um, I don't know, cabbage. And so then you can see how you do on it. You can measure it. Other things are going to come from that because you're going to get that quality of being outdoors, but you're actually moving towards something that you can measure uh, or an energy seed that was to declutter. And the goal was, the goal could be something like that is, I'm going to throw away one box or give away one box to charity every single week. Now, trust me, because your goal is to be, you know, uh, clutterless by the end of the year. And if you do it once a week, you don't like, you don't, eat an elephant all the bites. You take it one bite at a time. You write a, a book page by page. So the goal could be a published book, but how are you going to get there? So, so when I go to take my action steps, then I have to, the goal was to go to one social event per week. What are my action steps? Okay, well, I camped out. And then I got to see some resistance that morning that I was going, oh, if you could have seen me with my resistance and why I wasn't going to do it. And, and then my friend said, well, how much did you pay for that tent? And, you know, I mean, that wouldn't, the money would never stop me. I'm not, I would care less. But, you know, after I told the group of people that I was going to do it, my vanity would stop me. So, um, so my action step was I went out to a Mother's Day event. But I'm going to have to do some research because events aren't just going to pop up for me because I've been home hibernating, writing. So I now have to find social events. And that doesn't mean selling book events. That means Renee getting out of the teacher book writing author into making some new events. So what are your action, action steps that you came up with? So I didn't see too many really concrete goals or action steps on the wall. So that's why I'm going to keep it open another week so you can really get clear on what you're doing and how you're going to get there so people can keep you accountable. And, you know, so then, you know, the prevailing winds, the natural forces that could come across and, and you can either make light of them, you can work with them, or you can just go home. So like I, I had a, this intense healing and I was going to go listen at the main stage and somehow the tent disconnected and blew over and the stage shut down. So, Truthfully, I was pretty wiped out from the healing I had, so I went home. But, you know, I had connected through saying I was going to be open. I connected to people. At the Mother's Day brunch, I was invited to, to sit with a whole table of people I'd never met before. You know, then the book just took care of, the book is going to take care of itself. So if you have something that's totally aligned to spirit, trust that the wind has this. And those things take care of itself. You know, I can do all the pushing I want in the world, but remember up in the north, if you don't get that community buy-in, it doesn't make a bit of difference because you're going to be dragging around your project the next cycle around. So when you let, let the energy of the winds take, take care of themselves, things happen without you putting energy towards it. 
you know, one of the other things was that I decided that uh, part of my goal is that the book is part of my goal, that I'm reaching out to uh, two podcasters a week or two blog spots a week. And so I reached out to five last week and two podcasters said yes. So I do the work, I show up, take my action steps, and then the, the, the winds meet me. And so, but if you don't take those action steps, the wind is never gonna meet you. Uh, it's just gonna blow right past your front door and you're never gonna get to where you wanna go. There might be a question here. Oh, how can we partner with resistance? Okay. So, so last week when we did the meditation, remember that we went into that meditation and it gave you a gift. So the gift was uh, given to you. So for example, that morning that I was packing and I was making up excuse after excuse, I used that as a, the gift was, that I can amuse myself endlessly. But I, the gift was that I could then partner with that resistance in a teaching moment to tell other people about my own resistance so it became an ally. So they became the ally with that resistant wind to you know, give me that oomph over the line to stay there. Does that make sense? All right, we've got something. Um, okay, so and another one, Suzanne, Susan says that she, she needs to hold, that she has a, a job and she needs to hold, that, that denies her creative time. So she tries to make creative use of the time she does have. Well, the, you might look at it as like, where that, that denying that use of time, I might look at that just a little bit differently. And I would say like, the, the, the resistance is that she, the, the time that she's driving, she can't be being creative. I would challenge you with that. I would challenge you to ask that, that lack of time while you're driving, how it's actually giving you more spaciousness around the time that you're creating so that you're maybe more um, creative or that you appreciate that those moments when you can be in creation a lot more so that you tend to savor them. Savor them like a, a, a biscuit. Uh, we tend to, to not appreciate the, those moments, those glory, gloriful moments that we have for that time. And, and, and I'm not sure if that's what she was saying, but maybe she was. Um, did that help a little bit, I hope? Again, I've been, You've been a great study and, and it's interesting, nobody's come back to me and told me, hey Renee, you really got this all wrong. I think that I'm in this, create, I'm in this dynamic of creating, but that uh, I don't think that you have this correct. And so what I'm hoping is that, that we can, that if in the survey I send you, you can tell me your experience of if chaos is your major one or gestation or oppositional forces, partnership with nature, process order. As I've said, this isn't the next or one of the next books I'm writing. So I really want your feedback in here about how you think that I've, I'm capturing these or I'm not capturing them, how they relate to you. 
for example, so I've used every single week I've carried through these dynamics to the next piece of homework, the next assignment, so that you could get a sense of how you might approach that and how you might approach manifesting your action steps into your goals when you know about how you create. Because if you know about how you create, and for example, that you, um, I start with chaos because I told you I've ordered them so that, that they start to make sense in some order. So, so that seems to be a lot of times my first example. But so if you, as a chaos creator, you might need more process order into uh, getting a, a goal achieved. For example, if I had a catering coming up, I'd sit down and actually make a list of what foods I needed to order, what um, steps of all the prep I needed to do, the equipment, the staff, all of that, so that, that the creativity isn't unencumbered by the resistive process order win. Again, that's, a, that's another way, um, whoever asked about how you can use that resistance as a partner. So order might seem like, oh, that's dull and like dull for me. Like the part that was dull for me was when I had to sit down and then explain it to somebody else. I could sit down and make my list, but how could I make telling somebody else the process and the order make an event go smoother? So, so my guess for, the, for people who create with chaos, it's a good time to partner with somebody who's more of a partner order to make sure that you've got your goals and your action plans aligned so that you can stay on task because you're going to be sitting there waiting for the next divine inspiration to come hit you so that you can move forward. And, you know, this, the, the, the nice part about the dynamic of creativity of chaos is that one inspired idea usually leads to another creative idea until it doesn't. And then you feel like the whole world's going to end. But the, the, the shadow aspect of you wants to decredit, discredit the mundane steps, or if you're working with other people, that the fact that the other people need the mundane steps in order for this. But trust me, chaos people always need support. They just resist it. So how do you work with that resistive support? And then if you're a gestator, remember, these are the people who wait. They wait sometimes. They wait for the seed almost like the, the, the labor of the person who's still carrying the baby at nine and a half months, although now with doctors, they don't let us do that too long because they plan your birth around their holiday schedule. But that they're waiting to see what the energy seed grows before they take action. So you're most likely to create your action step after we go back and visit the energy seeds today because you want to see what's already happening before you commit to anything. And, you know, and then you might just um, think that one step of your uh, action plan was, was the long range goal, you know, because you might see that that's the smaller goals instead of a long range goal, you might be able to see better, like I'll keep making short range goals, but the truth is, is you'll be better off when you, when you go over today, when we do that harvest thing, is to really plant something solid, something that's going to push you, something that's going to make you grow this year. The oppositional forces. And so your goals could easily get derailed by illnesses, new ideas, or new impulses. 
And that's, that's one where the resistance is actually coming up from something inside that's really going to force you to go into opposition with yourself that you want something more than just, uh, just the thing that's going to oppose you. So, uh, and so for an example, like you want the symptoms to go away instead of to, to maybe live in an authentic existence and uh, take those action steps that create yourself in a life that's way more expansive so that, that you go beyond what you believe to be holding you back. And, and where this, the shadow side for this person is type of person or this type of dynamic is that you feel most comfortable showing up for other people. And so it creates, you know, how do we show up for ourselves? How do we dive deeper in our own um, ideas, our own impulses, our own illnesses to get into our own action plan? So the partnership with nature uh, creators, you might still be waiting for signs from nature and you probably are the true, the true collabor collaborator type of people. And so, you know, you want to get the buy-in from everyone before you really set your plans into action. So not that you don't want to ask your partners or to make sure that your plans are in a relationship with other people, but it, it, you get stuck there when people aren't necessarily collaborating with your plan. And you might not trust that doing silly things like cleaning the garage are, are the action steps that are going to get you to where you want to go because you'd much rather be walking out in the forest than loading up boxes or uh, taking, you know, a, a new course. I think I told you last week I'm taking a new Harvard course. And because I want to learn more, I want to expand. And, and so, you know, that might be an action step to someplace that I'm not even going. But as a, somebody who comes from divine inspiration, I'm more clear with that than a person who, who, who delves in this partnership with nature. You want to know, you want to see that path through the woods. You want to, you want to know that trail a little bit better. In the process order people, you like to put together the plans, but you know, the difficulty comes when you're trying to implement them. You've got nice lists, you've got nice vision boards, you've got everything that you need, but the creating the plan is more in fun than actually going step by step. Any feedback on any of this? All right. So what we're going to do today is I have a client who keeps talking about her future memories. I think she's working with somebody who does Joe Dispenza's work, which I've never read, so, but I like this idea of future memories. And what we're going to do with this first journey is we're going to actually go back to the, the seeds that were growing and our, our little seedlings, and we're going to fertilize them in whichever way you feel is, is best. And then we're going to, um, we're, then once we fertilize our seeds, we're gonna hop on our magic carpet rides and we're gonna go beyond, beyond where we are sitting right now. We're gonna go to our fall harvest and we're gonna look and see what's in our field. 
and we're going to uh, we're going to see there, and then we're going to plant a future memory so that once you get there, you'll know that you uh, achieved your goal. I don't know if that's how they use these future memories, but that's how we're going to use it. And then we're only going to do we're only going to do uh, one today, and then what you can do is then you can go back and repeat the other two or how many goals you have. I, I suggest only having a few solid goals for the year. And then you can go back and repeat this for your other two goals. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to give you a minute or two to just to remember what your goals are. And these aren't your qualities of beingness. These are actual, you know, the smart goals that are simple, measurable, attainable, and realistic and timely. Okay. So you need for this exercise, I want you to take a minute to jot down something that you really want to work towards this year. Like I know somebody wants to come to the Omega class and somebody wants to have an art opening and I know there's probably somebody who wants a finished manuscript and uh, this, the health thing. So something that's really a little bit out of a stretch here so that you really know that it's a goal. Okay. My new mic is so sensitive. I'm very excited about it though. When I was doing a podcast a couple of weeks ago, somebody said, is that what you're using for a mic? So if you plan on doing any big podcast, put on your action plans to get yourself a good mic. Does everyone have a, a goal ready? Just say yes, yes over here in the chat if you do. Let me know you're, you're clear. Yes, okay. All right, well, make yourself comfortable. Yes. Good. People, thank you. Uh -huh. You might wanna mute yourself again. Good, so people have their goals. What we're going to do first is I'm going to call to yours the east wind because what yours is going to come and do is um, is going to uh, set into motion anything you think you know or think that you believe about this goal so that you can be open for a new new experience as we go forward in this journey today. So once yours comes in and does that. It's going to shake away any old ideas, any beliefs, like, like the nor'easter that's coming up the, the coast that everyone sent me pictures of from New York, you know, that's waving those trees, shaking loose any old ideas, any beliefs. And then, then I'm going to rattle as we go on this journey, and I'll talk you through where we're going, and then we'll come back. And then we're going to, after we finish this, we're going to, I'm going to teach you about wind knots. So stay with this ride. I invite you to get comfortable. 
And whatever that means, if you want to lie out on the floor, one thing I do ask is that your, your legs are unraveled and both feet are, are planted, unless you're a yogi and you're sitting cross-legged. And close your eyes. Hold that goal in your third eye. Now I'm gonna to call to Uris to shake loose any ideas about that. So let those predispositions, those beliefs just fall away. See yourself maybe in nature as we do this so that the ideas just fall to the ground, maybe wash away with a, a river or something like that. Like a planted tree you are in nature with your leaves shaking any old ideas, any beliefs, any preconceived ideas, any thoughts about even how you're going to get there. And I sense that some of you think that you have such a great idea about this goal that you're holding on to it. So let that go too. because you've let a lot of ideas go. So it just might be your energy self, your energy body that's going for this ride and the wind is gonna pick you up and take you sailing. Down below you, 
is a field that's ready to harvest. And as you make a soft landing, or maybe it's a hard landing, collect yourself. And look around, is it a full field? Is it an empty field? Some years we harvest a fallow field. And what do you see? What are you harvesting this year? something different than you thought? Is it something that you don't even know right from here how you're going to get to? Walk around in your garden. What are you seeing? garden. It might be you're taking over some really fresh turned over earth, but you're going to take it in your hand, or maybe you're picking something, or maybe it's a full painting or a full book that you see growing in your field. New friends, a community. Maybe you're out there, you've got a community helping you with this With this collection, helping you harvest your field. And get a gift from this field, an idea, refined gold, maybe some ear of corn. And you're going to walk, and there's some kind of a silo there, a, a treasure box, a silo, some place that you can put this. This part, the seeds of you that you've already matured, that is already ready, that's already grown, that's already developed. You're going to put it away for safekeeping. And you're going to make sure that you lock it up so that somebody else can't come and get your, your harvest, your 
porn, your books, your art, your new friends. Tended to this. See if there's any other changes you need to make in your 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 garden so that that when you come back you'll recognize it. So this is a future memory. This is going to be something you're going to recognize in a dream or in a conversation or in a book you read or a television show you watch. Some way that you're going to know that this is the this is the field that you're growing this year. That this is this year's harvest. A symbology that you'll understand. Before we get ready to leave, I want you to ask Uris, is there something that I need to take back to fertilize the seeds that I've planted now so that my crops will grow? And see what Uris tells you. It'll be a word or an idea or some fertilizer. You get a gift that you're going to take back with us. carpet or however you're flying, might be a broom. And we're going to go back to the place where you planted seeds last last time. Last in our last meditation, in your last meditation. And journey back there. And we're going to tend to those seedlings. And you're going to fertilize those seeds with whatever magic, whatever secret you just learned from your full harvest. Maybe they need some water. Maybe they need some magic love. Maybe they need some more wind so they grow sturdier.
Perhaps they need some protection from the wind. Whatever that is, maybe you need to build a little sturdy wall around them, a little fence. Do that. And then when you're done, you're going to come back to yourself in nature. We're going to thank Europe for helping us along on this meditation. Then we're going to come back to the room. Feel like you need to take a minute to write down something before I move on to the wind knots. Go right ahead. That was fun. very much looking forward to the time at Omega when I can really see the look on people's faces and um, I mean I got to journey with you and I could feel some energy and some rock walls needing to be built and and fallow fields and full fields and tall 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 growth so please later share on the wall with how that was for you And again, I invite you to go back to this meditation a couple of times and I'll make a note of where that meditation started so you don't have to listen to the whole course again if you don't want. So we're gonna go on to the wind note, wind knots. Are you having a hard time hearing me? Can you hear me now? My new mic. Can you hear me? So for the wind knots, remember this is a ceremony. And what does that mean as a ceremony is that like the vision, the, the vision questing you did, that it means moving from your ordinary ordinary time. Someone just asked if it's resistance if they fell asleep. Sometimes it could be resistance if you fall asleep. Other times it's your body knowing that you're, uh, that the energy, you're having that energy experience if you fall asleep anyway, 
but for those who might have fallen asleep at that time of the day, but you might also want to go back and do that goal again or do your other two goals and see if you get different information. But the um, but definitely go back and do the, the next two two goals. And back to wind knots. So wind knots are a ceremony. And that means what in ceremony we open up the, the sacred space because we want to let the let the the wind gods in this particular case know that we're moving from the mundane ordinary time into a non-ordinary time that the shamans call. And there's ways you can do that. Uh, one way is you can light some candles, light a fire. Um, well, you're going to be out in the wind, so probably you might want to smudge the area. You might want to blow your wind whistle three times and let the let the the let the gods know that you're now moving into sacred time. And sacred time has no minutes or hours or there. It's a it's a quality of a timelessness. And therefore, you could be sitting out there with your wind knots for five minutes. That could really have been five hours. I don't think it'll take you that long. But to know that those are the parameters that you, you're not going to be watching the clock. You're going to turn off your your phones, and and you know this is something that you're going to go do. And when the shamans used to make the wind knots, it was something that that they might have been doing in a big group but they hid their wind knots from each other because they're magical and they're powerful. And so when you go to make your wind knots, you wanna make sure that nobody's sitting there watching over your shoulder because then they might be putting their wishes and their energy into them. And that what you're gonna be using these wind knots for is as steps along the way, as we move from the nurturing seeds to what you're gonna be harvesting in the fall. And my suggestion is, is to to release, to release them all by the, the, uh, the summer solstice. So that on the summer solstice, and I'll be doing a, a, a webinar, a ceremony, to, to really release that third wind knot and be expecting of anything that could really go, that doesn't need to go towards um, moving towards this goal. And, and so the other two you can release when, when you find yourself a little bit off kilter, or not having enough uh, energy towards those, those action steps. If your action steps, you're frozen, you're not doing, so you can un unleash a wind knot. And wind knots, for those of you who haven't read the book or haven't seen my take on wind knots, are something that the sailors used to go to wind witches for back in the 1500s, the lap sailors, and they would, would buy these knots and they'd take them out to sea with them. And when, when they, uh, they'd have them so when they were out of wind that they could unleash, untie a knot and get a little bit of wind. And the second one, when they need a little more wind. And the third one was when they really needed gale force wind because they were off course and they needed to get back home. Now those gale force winds are, can be really uh, upending and you never know exactly what's going to happen. One time when I um, did a, a wind knot, or another shamanic, journey, a shamanic practice like that, that had that kind of intensity and power, I lost a job within a few days. My life really needed to be upended, but just be prepared that what you really think are your goals and your action plans to get there may be actually taking you further away from that harbor that you want to get to. And so you have to have some trust here that 
of magic is at play and it's always this or something better to the universe. So can you see me as I, I do this? I wanna make sure. So this is a piece of uh, rope that I just was gifted, but there's all kinds of different uh, knots or there's Heather's made some with little tiny knots and there's colorful yarns and problem with the littler stuff is it's really hard to untie when you need them. There, you know, you, you'll just be on the lookout now for, for color string and stuff. And the reason that I was excited to have this is my last strand was green and another one is white. If you make wind knots for various things, it's good to know, it's hard to label a, a, a knot. But one of the things that I suggest, first of all, is to um, make some kind of a knot in here so that you know where the third wind knot is because you really don't want to unleash that third wind knot until you're ready. Or not that you're ever really ready to unleash that third wind knot, but you want to know which ones you're releasing. So how basically how it works is that you go out on a windy day and you set your intention in after you've opened up sacred space, you set an intention that that this wind knot is going to provide you with the energy needed to keep to your action plans, to keep to your goals. Remember, you can create them for something else, but this is so that we get to that harvest that we've, we've planted and that we've been nurturing through this class. And so what you do is then, and in the Quechua, they always, they always blow into their, their kintus. They always blow their breath. And remember, breath is wind. Wind is the thing that connects us. So wind is the magic that goes into here. And so I suggest that you ask for this or something better. This is the energy towards, towards this is energy I need to, to um, for my action plans. And give it a little breath and then let the wind come in. And when you catch a good breath of wind or a good gust of wind, then tie that night shut, you know, tighten it. All right, they're just overhand knots. So again, you do the next one. Uh, the energy that I'm gonna need to get towards my goals this year. And when I, need, when I need an extra push, that's what this one's for. Again, you do that overhand knot, blow in that extra push, get that wind and tighten it up. And then this is the one for when, the, when things really need to turn upside down so that there's gonna be nothing in the way between you and that goal. You, you put in that energy, give it a, go out, get that strong wind, wait for that wind to really come up good and tighten that in there. And then you know which is the third knot because you've already tied something or you can tie it afterwards, whatever works for you. And then you put these on your altar somewhere sacred, because you don't want your children untying them or anyone else to untie them because these are your, these, this is your win magic. This is for you to achieve your steps, to achieve your goals that you've planted over in the field. Okay. Again, I'm gonna send you a whole sheet on that. There's a whole chapter on it in the book and you can watch me actually making them out in nature. Hope that's clear. Any questions on that? If you have questions, come to the wall on that one and they work. So as we wind down here, your homework is, is to go back and re repeat the meditation for the other two goals. If there's, 
um, you you want to you want to empower these goals, and and so you want to let spirit know you're serious about uh, uh, obtaining some goals, so obtaining to where you want to go this year. There's harbors over there that you want to get to, and you've got these great qualities that you're going to take with you every step of the way. So staying with your for me, the openness and expand and expanding and opening are going to are going to be they're going to be the wind in my sail for this year. So you're going to make your wind knots. One's when you need extra energy. Two is after you reached one goal or you know one monumental step towards that goal. And then the third one, I'm saying suggesting that you release by the summer solstice. Again, I'm going to be doing a, a, a ceremony. Uh, the other the feed is is the course feedback that I would like you to the survey I'm going to send. And then to know that if you want to really go deeper in this work and you think that, wow, this work is calling me and I really would like to hold a win plan, um, I invite you to come to Omega with me the, the last week of August. I believe it starts on the, the, the 27th. Now I'm confused because part of my healing over the course of the years has been to have a relationship with my family. And yesterday, my, my sister and brother-in-law booked us all a, a place in Maine on an island the week before I go to Omega. So that should be a lots of fun because I have my own writer's cabin so I can really get with the, the winds of Maine as I prepare for that. And then if you, if you can't come to Omega, which I encourage everyone to come because that's gonna be a really strong 27th of August, uh, a really strong group forming is to know that I do another two classes a year, the one in September, uh, I mean, the one in the, the spring, which we were just finishing, and the, sec the fall Wind Mastery Finish the Year Strong program starts October 3rd. And why is that important for those of you who have taken this course? Because then we start from what we're harvesting, how we want to put it into a sacred hibernation so that next year we bring it out even stronger. Okay? This has been... Um, an amazing, amazing journey. And I think people are having really this from what I hear. And what I'd like to do is that we're gonna keep sacred space open for one more week in the wall. I'm not gonna shut down the wall, uh, but I'm going to keep it open with holding the sacred space. And then next Wednesday at some point, I'm actually gonna send the winds home that have been working with us. They've been working with us really well and this time gives you time to meet with your triads for those who are doing triad work and to really get clear on your goals and if you're not sure that your goals are you know worth putting all of this time and energy into this summer then you need to really look at getting goals that make you inspired enough to do these wind knots to go back and journey to take action steps towards because if you don't have a goal that's impassioned it's just it's just a good idea and it might not even be a good idea because how would you know all right so i just want to thank everyone for for being here in this journey with me and each other and holding such a great space here uh, any questions any comments what i'm going to do is i'm going to stop the recording and i'll open it up so that people can share